0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Top Quartile, where we bring you stories from the front lines of growth. Uh, for this episode, uh, I'm your host, Dan Marks, a partner at EVP here, and we are kicking off 2022. It's hard to believe we're sitting here uh, talking about 2022. It seems like 2021 flew by, but, but we are. And to do that, we've got a great show lined up. Uh, we brought back several guests that appeared in the, in the first year's uh, show, uh, to do a roundtable discussion. Uh, first, we c- covered some lessons learned from 2021. If you haven't checked that out, we've got a link in the show notes or down below. And today we're talking about uh, future trends, trends that are going to, big trends that are going to impact 2022. And so our thought leaders are going to, uh, we're just going to do a roundtable and, and get their perspective. And so uh, first up, Sarah, what big trend are you looking at for 2022? So
1: for several years now, there's been an increased interest in ESG, so environmental social governance issues. And for the first time ever, that was on our strategic plan. And we think that we'll get more information about what will be required of organizations to report. But even bigger, we're just seeing a lot of interest into uh, associates, clients, investors. They want to know what good are you doing for the world. What is your purpose? What's your vision? Um, How are you making the world a better place? Um, What industries are you financing and and what are they doing to make the world a better place? And so I think that's a trend that will play out over the next five years where companies are going to have to produce larger impact reports, more detailed impact reports that aren't just out of the marketing department. They're going to have to be grounded in true uh, data and results.
0: Yeah, thanks, Sarah. Uh, that's certainly been a, a rising trend over the years and, and definitely is going to have a big impact in 2022. And so it's great to see companies that are really doing good in the community um, having an impetus to get more credit for that and get some more uh, visibility to the, the good stuff that they're doing. So thanks for highlighting that. And uh, next up, Rick, what are you looking at that you think is going to have a big impact in 2022?
2: You know, I think the big thing next year to keep an eye on is inflation. And what we've seen uh, pretty consistently now for about 15 months, really, since a lot of the stimulus money started to work its way through the economy, both in the forms of PPP, but uh, direct uh, payments to individuals and families, you know, we've seen a lot of excess liquidity building up on the balance sheet. And it's noticeable. It's it's not uh, kind of an aberration. It's here. It's been here for a while. And frankly, it's probably here to stay and it creates a unique challenge for again, community banks and credit unions who uh, have to find a way to lend that money out. And, um, it's one of the places big banks have a significant advantage, uh, because they can, they can, you know, do commercial loans of, of large scales. And that's just not applicable to a lot of the folks in the community bank and the credit union space. So with inflation, it really makes you wonder, you know, if, if things, you know, if gas is $3, $4 a gallon, um, you know, and you go through a lot of other commodities and find the same thing with, with kind of everyday purchases that people are using. Um, a couple of things will happen. Uh, interchange on credit card and debit card revenue should be up. Those tickets should be higher next year, uh, and that's a good news when it comes into fee income. But at some point in time, that also should have a pay down effect towards these the amount of excess liquidity that's on the balance sheet. Um, the money's it's got to go out uh, if the if things cost more, the money's gotta go somewhere. Uh, so it'll be really interesting to see if that comes down uh, in a meaningful way. And it's something that, that bankers really have to keep an eye on as they're managing uh, their liquidity risk going forward. And then the last part is, you know, you couple that and say, well, if the Fed begins to take action and raises interest rates on top of that, uh, it's gonna create a whole new dynamic. And it's not a dynamic that a lot of people have had to manage through in the past many years.
0: Yeah, thanks, Rick. Um, you know, we we are fortunate to, to work with some great uh, banks and credit unions all over the country and see uh, very granular information. And, and you're right. Uh, you know, the impact of inflation and, uh, and how that's changing uh, customer behavior, member behavior. And I, I think you're right, that it's going to have a big impact in 2022. So thanks for that. Uh, Dillon, what are you looking at?
3: I think it ties along with, like I said, the shifting perspective of consumers, but I know one big thing I, I, I'm i personally going to be watching is the uh, open banking and the rise of the fintechs and the neobanks? Because when you talk about shifting someone's perspective of how they can bank and what they can do, they're really pushing some boundaries. They're really um, making consumers highly aware of what they can do. And for me as a marketer, the way that influences me is I need to pay attention to what messages they're using to promote their growth. You know, how are that? How are they communicating? what their appeal is and how they can solve a problem because they're probably solving that problem for some of my members. And if I have that same solution and I have that same capability, then I need to be sure that, not necessarily to to copycat them, but to understand the efficacy of their messaging. And then how can I apply that same efficacy to my messaging to make sure that my members and my potential members understand you can do the same thing with us that you can do with them, plus you also have all these added benefits of we are a brick-and-mortar financial institution, so if you do have a question, you know, there is a phone number you can call. It's not, if you want to chat, great, but if not and you want to call or you do actually need to go physically somewhere to get help, we're here. So, you know, trying to marry that being very digitally forward with also providing that level of security that folks expect from someplace that they may do the majority of their financial business with.
0: Yeah, Dylan, um, absolutely. Uh, We've got a lot more players in the financial services space, and um, we can definitely learn from the innovation, uh, some cases it's a partnering with, and some part it's it's, uh, learning from, and some part it's highlighting some of the unique uh, local value that we offer. So thanks for highlighting that. Uh, Next up, uh, John Oxford, uh, out-of-the-box thinker and author. Uh, John, what what big trend are you looking at?
4: So this is kind of something I've been talking about for a while is is the name of banks. I still think it hasn't been fleshed out enough. There are are over 100 banks with the name First. And I've started calling them First Blanks instead of First Banks because they don't have a brand. They're just First This, First That. And you've got your Ameris Banks, your Renaissance, your Regions, your Truist, Whether you like made-up names or some of these names or not, they are unique in that they're owned as an individual brand. And I think going forward, the stronger brand names for banks, and as there's more consolidation coming, branding is going to be super important. Uh, And especially as people can just go online now and open an account and look at different ways of moving money, whether it be a Zelle or a Venmo, a lot of times they don't think about brand as much. Uh, which makes branding that much more important. Because if you have a strong brand, uh, the Walmarts, the Amazons as, as global brands, they're thought of first when you want to purchase something. I think the same thing with banks. The stronger banks with stronger brands will be the first choice of customers. And it's only going to get um, harder to brand as, as banks rec- as banks recognize this and figure it out. So again, the naming of banks is what I'm watching and how banks change to become more unique in their brands moving forward to set themselves apart from the other 400 excuse me from the other four thousand or so banks out there who really wants to be a brand and who wants to just be a bank
0: always great to count on john for some big ideas and and you're absolutely right about the impact of brand uh you're probably saying that just because renaissance has an awesome name uh, but we still we still agree with the trend so uh thanks for that john uh, and then, uh, speaking of branding impact, Kyle, um, I think you got some interesting thoughts there.
5: We there are a lot of large uh, mergers and acquisitions that have gone on in 2021. A lot of them are trickling over into 2022. We actually had some challenges with uh, the hurricane and the weather that came through our region. We're in the south. Eastern United States, and so that has pushed one of the the big mergers that we're working on out into 2022. But some of the big ones going on now are moving out, and we've seen that um, a lot of the banks are partnering, merging, are being acquired, and those that are not, a lot of the community banks that are not, um, they're refreshing their brands. Whether they're going in and refreshing what they've already got at their locations, or whether they're re-imaging we've seen a lot of that where where people are working with marketing and branding groups to re-image their design and get a fresh look and and we're very fortunate to be a part of a lot of a lot of that going into twenty twenty two and i think we're going to continue to see that Um signage is a, an important piece of it the exterior of your facility, how do we create that feel where when you pull up to the branch, you get the same experience from the exterior to the interior. And I think banks are, are seeing and realizing that that is an important piece of the puzzle. And they're doing something about that. And, and I think we're going to see a lot of that in 2022.
0: Yeah, Kyle, um, great points about just mergers and the impact and some key considerations on how the brand uh, shows up in the
6: physical uh, community. So uh, thanks for that. Uh, Douglas? It's a big trend watching going into 2022. Obviously, looking at it, you know, a number of things, uh, COVID deaths per uh, one million, the inflation rate and, uh, you know, a, a number of things. But one I'm keenly watching that the Federal Reserve as a whole is watching is not only unemployment rate, but the black unemployment rate. And I know that Chair uh, Jerome Powell has spoken about it and said that you know as we look at our dual mandate, moving towards maximum sustainable employment, but also stable prices. But on the uh, employment goal, looking at black employment and having that as a key measure, where you know we look at it now and where we sit. You know, we're December third, so hey, the 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 world may change and uh, may change. uh, quickly, but today, December 3rd, as we look at it, the overall Black unemployment is uh, 6.7%, and that's a change from 10.3% last year, but as you compare that to overall unemployment, where we're at 4.2% now, but in November of last year, it's the same place that Black unemployment is this year, 6.7%. So as you look at You see the difference in the gulf between those two numbers and understand that it's uh, you know extremely important to be able to look at it because of the lag of being able to see how people perform in the economy we've seen a drastic difference between individuals uh you know not just based upon race but also based upon income level that you know folks that are making uh you know more than say sixty thousand dollars a year vastly different outcome for them a lot of the pandemic is, uh, the effect of the pandemic on their employment and workplace is over. If you're lower income, making less than $27,000 a year, then the pandemic is still with you. You still see unemployment rates that are, you know, uh, are, are very staggering for a number of those individuals. So looking at a key indicator, and something i you know, continue to look at for 2022 is the uh, Black unemployment rate.
0: Yeah, Douglas, thanks for that. Um, You know, the Fed's got a a very important dual mandate, and I'm glad you're thinking about how that impacts uh, all areas of society. So thanks thanks for that feedback. Uh, Tim?
7: Yeah, the huge thing, I think, for those involved in the banking industry uh, and whatever side of it uh, is what's going to happen with interest rates and how uh, that's going to be affected by inflation Uh, and then how that is going to correspond or not with economic growth. And so are we going to see uh, interest rates rise quicker than we originally expected based on inflation, Uh, and what's that going to do in terms of competition for deposit funding, Uh, and how is that going to correspond or not with loan demand? These are huge, gigantic factors uh, that are going to affect the banking and uh, credit union uh, business in 2022, uh, and there's probably more uncertainty about those factors going into this next year than there's been in the in the you know any time you can think of. I've been in banking for 30 years, so that's that's a huge question mark. Um, if you look at what the Fed is saying, they don't seem to really be sure. Uh, and, um, so that's, you know, we're going to, we're going to be nimble with our clients, helping clients use data to respond in whatever the scenario is. Uh, and that's a key part of the value. We try to bring to clients is being adaptable and flexible in all kinds of different, uh, you know, potential scenarios, um, in terms of continuing to grow deposits and loans.
0: Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Tim. Um, you know, certainly in an era of, of rising inflation, that's going to have an impact on interest rates, like you said. And we already see the Fed, um, you know, uh, making some very strong signals in that regard. And so that's going to that's going to have an impact on everything that we do. Um, certainly uh, loan demand, uh, deposit pricing, overall consumer behavior, you know, the full gamut. So thanks for highlighting that important trend. And uh, last up, Will.
8: Uh, the ability of smaller companies or newer companies to apply technology on a customized basis for uh, so that the for, with customer interfacing uh, 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 transactions it's really cool to see what people are doing and companies that are just we've done it this way for fifty years. Uh, I don't know how they're going to survive. I really don't. I, you know, you think of large retailers and small retailers and their people that are just killing it out in the world because they've mastered the ability to to, to uh, uh, have the customer have a different experience uh, by applying technology. But at the end of the day, it's all relationships and people, whether it's, you know, whether you're selling, you know, cars online, uh, or banking services, it's 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 all the same, and I think that that's the big trend. And I think that, despite what people say, that we're going to ha- end up with you know, I'll just say for banking, we're going to like Canada and have seven banks. I see community banks uh really embracing technology now. The pe the guys I talk to, I still I have a lot of friends in banking, talk to people. Fairly frequently, and and their ability and desire to to embrace all this. It's expensive, but they know basically what they need to do, and it's exciting to see what they're doing. I, I'm really I'm excited for them, and then there are all kinds of new companies popping up, doing different stuff, different things, different ways. You know, you got trucking companies that are doing portals for customers, and it's just all kinds of cool stuff, and and it, it, it's fun to see all that.
0: Yeah, uh, well well said, Will. So uh, technology provides some really exciting new ways to connect better with customers and power the way that we connect with them and deliver uh, uh, really some kind of some even better experiences if we're, if we're willing to use the tools and think kind of differently. And so that's a, that's a well, uh, you know, that perspective just kind of ties together uh, a lot of things that we're talking about here. And so, uh, you know, as Tim said, this is a dynamic year. Uh, Tim and Rick with an in, with inflation, and the impact on interest rates and and, you know, the particular environment that we face in 2022, uh, we haven't really faced in probably 30 years or so. And so uh, a lot of new technology that uh, you know won't be exactly like like the past, but uh, there is an echo. And so, you know, as we think about all the new exciting things, it's probably a good year to sort of uh, reach in the history history books and consider, you know, some lessons and tactics uh, from From other uh, similar time periods uh, and, and the other part you know, my takeaway f- with all these great perspectives from thought leaders all over all over the country and different types of uh, institutions is uh, dynamicism and so you know when, when there 's different scenarios uh, we 're not sure exactly the path the future takes is having scenarios and having kind of a flexible playbook to think in advance what we might do if if uh, interest rates take a particular path or, or a different path, for example. And so, you know, that theme of flexibility and adaptability uh, into a very dynamic environment is, is uh, you know, you see in the perspectives here. And so as we kick off 2022, uh, just another uh, exciting year. We look forward to partnering with you if you have a suggestion for a guest on Top Quartile. Uh, please shoot that to me. We always love uh, to talk to interesting people from around the industry. Uh, if you just want to connect with us and learn more about what we do, we'd love to have that conversation. Uh, check out our website, the links in the show notes and uh, or hit us up on uh, LinkedIn and, or uh, phone call, email, whatever works for you. And so thanks and we
6: look forward to a 2022.